Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today we are visiting with Brad Shapoulis, the Baxter City Administrator. Brad, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Well, the spring has sprung. Construction, construction, <laughs> construction. I don't, I don't know if there was a spring, Ken. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think you're right. It went from winter to uh, all of a sudden very nice weather. But regardless, that means the construction projects are underway, I trust? Yeah, absolutely. Um, first and foremost, we ask people who are traveling through the city of Baxter to be patient. Um, Mother Nature was not kind to us. Uh, Winter held on a little bit longer than it normally does, <laughs> and as such, uh, we're a little bit behind schedule as it relates to just daily ma annual maintenance, pothole yeah. patching, things like that. We have our entire street crew out there patching or pothole patching every day to try and get those rough spots smoothed out so that uh, you don't lose a tire or or feel it every time you, you go over it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But in addition to that, uh, the timing. Just, you know, in, in regards to construction season, it, it, we just didn't have that time period between winter and, and construction season. So um, that's being, really being felt this week uh, with the closure of 371 at the railroad crossing. Yeah. Um, MnDOT had that scheduled uh, all the <laughs> way back in February, Mother Nature. <laughs> just wouldn't uh, leave just, us alone. Just wouldn't leave us alone. <laughs> but uh, uh, their goal is to have the 371 crossing uh, completed this week and ahead of the fishing opener and Mother's Day weekend. So um, that is a MnDOT project. It's not a city project, um, but we do the detours go through our local streets. So yes, we ask for do. people to, to be patient and, and that hopefully will be just a three, four day Mm -hmm. inconvenience and then that be reopened by Thursday evening so very good if you can avoid the area we're just kind of encouraging people to don't go that way yeah. Yeah. you can yeah. at all help it just to yeah. ease the congestion yeah. exactly and, and follow the detour signs that are marked correct absolutely yeah. absolutely they're there for a reason is those routes are have been worked on between local staff and MnDOT staff to make sure that it's the most direct and most safe mm -hmm. route yeah. possible for the motoring public but now, with, but do with, you have some construction projects, though, that are underway? We do. We have uh, two projects uh, in particular, uh, Cypress Drive, uh, which is the detour just south of the detour. Um, it, uh, Cypress Drive currently dead ends uh, at the south end of T-Hive uh, at the intersection of Hinkley. The plan is is to get that road extended and connected to County Road 48 or Highland Scenic Road. Yeah. That project has been let and, and signed. Um, cool. Right now there is a lot of utility work that's being done there, but uh, hopefully by the end of May we'll have that road closed and a lot of construction being done. We're hoping that that project will be completed by Labor Day with the asterisk there, weather dependent. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other one is part of a two-year project. Uh, uh, this being the second year related to uh, Foley Road and the Inglewood Railroad Crossing at 210. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Started to see detour signs or lane closures along 210 in both directions. Uh, that's related to the turn lanes and the, and the J-hook turn. Uh, that will be done in conjunction with moving the railroad crossing from Knollwood over to Inglewood. Um, upon the completion of that move, Knollwood Railroad Crossing will be closed. Um, and all traffic uh, heading south or uh, of the railroad tracks would have to use the Inglewood crossing 
the rhyme and the reason for that yeah. is uh, over the last 20 years, the city, along with its transportation partners, MnDOT, as well as Crowing uh, County Highway Department, been trying to create parallel corridors along 371 for our local traffic to be able to not have to rely on 371 to gain access to businesses along that corridor. Uh, Inglewood being the west-north-south corridor uh, mm-hmm. that was identified. Uh, Cypress Drive being the east side, so yeah. improvements being on both to improve that local core traffic corridor um, mm-hmm. to make sure that locals don't have to utilize that 371 corridor. Yeah. Good planning. I think uh, I, I can say as a local, <laughs> for years we we try and avoid the highway, especially during the summer. summer I mean, yeah. it's such a, a busy, uh, both roads, 210 and 371, see a lot of traffic in the summer. Locals try and avoid it. This will help them do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Good, good. All right. Um, I know I saw in the paper there was talk about uh, revamping uh, the hunting uh uh, if you will, rules and regs for Baxter? Is sure. Right? Yeah, we we have. We've been having conversations since last fall with a, a group of individuals who have expressed concern about the deer population within the city of Baxter. Annually, the city reviews and adopts its hunting map. And our police chief, uh, Chief Jim Axted, has been working diligently with that group of concerned citizens to look at ways to improve our permitting process and, and encouraging more hunting uh, in certain areas of town. Uh, for those that are interested, they can look on the city website and look at the hunting map to see where that hunting is, can be done. Uh, there's four categories or areas in which can be hunted. It would be no hunting zones, archery only, shotgun and archery, and then muzzle loader. Um, archery and shotgun so kind of the different levels of what type of of hunting can be done within the corporate limits of of the city of baxter that being said um, this group is looking and trying not only from the due process and permitting standpoint but recently just uh, met with our long-range planning commission to talk about potentially an additional category into the hunting map, and that is changing some of the areas that are owned by the city and are undeveloped. So wetlands or um, what we'll define as is um, park preserve, things of that nature where there's not any urban development, Mm -hmm. and be able to to change that area, those areas, into what they're calling a managed archery area. Um, Mm. The goal and objective there is to, uh, due to the fact that they're closer to the residential areas of of the city, that um, these areas would only be for hunters who have been vetted um, and Mm. um, by passing a proficiency test that is still yet to be developed, Mm -hmm. as well as have uh, certification or or certification of completion of the Minnesota DNR hunter safety course. Okay. Um, Trying to make these areas a little bit more accessible, but yet making sure that anybody who's in there (laughs) is of a certain training uh, for safety purposes due to its proximity. Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. So uh, with that, you know, they just asked for feedback from the the Long Range Planning Commission and and received a favorable response in that regard. So I know that that advisory group is going to go back and try and fine-tune you know the the program that they're envisioning 
and bringing it back for the Long Range Planning Commission and ultimately the City Council's consideration. Later this fall, uh, we, we at the City typically complete a review of the hunting map and make recommendations around that August-September timeline. So a lot of work being done by those individuals and Chief Exted and I commend them for, for being active in the mm -hmm. discussion yeah that's good yeah i think every city has uh, this issue with deer if you're in oh. rural minnesota because they tend to uh urbanize i want to say is they, they become very comfortable in our backyards don't they all of a sudden oh. domesticated is like i, I like to call it just <laughs> yeah like yeah they're all over the place yeah it's crazy i i know i everybody i know has deer in their backyard mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's part of the the ambiance of what drew us here or what true. Has, has kept uh, you know some of us here yeah so it's very true but they can become a nuisance yep. especially if you're a gardener yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to balance the two is the key yeah so yeah driving's absolutely. always fun too so but yeah hey speaking of those that want to move here do i understand there are some new lots available now in the city of baxter uh yes the city is in the process of getting uh 20 residential lots uh, onto the market. Mm. We're currently just completed an RFP process and reviewing uh, the RFP proposals that were submitted by our realtors uh, to help us market and sell these 20 properties. Um, it's two larger tracts of land that the city has owned for probably over 20 years uh, for various reasons, but uh, over the winter, the city council had indicated that uh, they no longer or don't serve a, a city purpose and so uh, we went through the process this uh, winter to subdivide and, and get them ready so hopefully sometime in mid-june we'll have 20 residential lots that will be uh, available for anyone who would like to build a single family home within the city you know in in these two areas and the two areas in particular are along cedar scenic just to the east of the intersection of Oakwood, so just south of Camp Vanassic. Mm. Oh, okay. And then the second area is just south of Clearwater uh, between Kimberly and Lindale Avenue. So oh, just wow. to the west okay. of Inglewood intersection. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you say you get these ready, will they have like sewer water? Is that what's going on? They here? already have sewer and water available mm -hmm. to it. It was just a matter of, of subdividing okay. it and, and getting it ready for marketing purposes. And sure. Wow. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is. Very interesting. And, of course, construction underway kind of up near Jack Pine Brewery. Yeah. The, that development is, is going to be known as the Lofts at Novotny, Novotny mm -hmm. Road being the road that is adjacent east-west uh, route. That is a, don't quote me on it, I think it's a 63 or 64-unit uh, apartment complex that is being completed by Corner Lot Development, which is a developer out of Jacksonville, mm -hmm. Florida, okay. that has min, uh, Minnesota ties. And so um, we're excited about that and fully under construction, as is the apartment complex just south of the studio here mm -hmm. on, on Hinkley, um, just south of T-Hive and Lindar Corporation on the south end of our industrial park. So a lot of new construction, apartment opportunities, That's good. as well as will be uh, some additional single family opportunities as well. Definitely needed. That's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and we didn't ask, but uh, I know Tess is in the back of her mind asking right now, <laughs> how about those commercial developments? Anything new coming to Baxter? <laughs> Uh, I'll no. just ask for her, Brad. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no. It's like no. he knows me. 
<laughs> no, uh, I hate, I apologize for disappointing you, Tess. Uh, okay. Most of the things are preliminary and really haven't uh, come to the forefront of, of looking for city approvals. But okay. uh, there's always conversation discussions with various uh, parties in regards to our commercial development. Um, but at this point in time, nothing that we can share. Okay. You can tell me off air. That's okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish I could. It's all good. No, I understand. <laughs> we'll just have to wait till the future. All right. That's good. In the meantime, uh, we'll uh, look forward to talking to you again, Brad, unless there was anything else we needed to mention. No, I believe we've covered everything. Uh, the only thing that I would like to do is give a shout out to, I have did it with our street crews doing the pothole patching, but also want to do so to our park staff. Mm. Obviously, uh, winter holding on as long as it did, didn't give us a lot of time to prep our ball fields and soccer fields for the rec programs that are currently underway. And they've done a tremendous job in a short period of time to getting it to as good a condition as it can be to facilitate those programs. So I thank them, too. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. All right, Brad, thank you so much for being here to get us up to speed on what's going on in the city of Baxter. And we'll look forward to seeing you again. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. Brad Shapoulis is the Baxter City Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. And you can listen anytime through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.